You're listening to Leave the Ring, and you're about to listen to Hispanics Causing Panic. To those joining me live and to those that'll be joining me and whoa 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 ruben guerrero this is d-style boxing with smans causing panic and we got ruben guerrero here what, what's what's going on over here what are homes where you been eh what's happening homes i mean we have a special guest host this week like well, what's going on over here Shit, Holmes, my nephew, my nephew G Funk, eh? He invited me over. He was like, "Hey, man, come check out my pad, eh? You know, shit, man, he's got a righteous pad, eh? Swimming pool, white picket fence, and shit, eh? You know what I'm saying? White picket fence? Has he built that that little bench for the for the squirrel yet? Is, is that been done, Ruben? Charlie Holmes, fuck that squirrel, eh? We don't build nothing for squirrels around here except for nuts, eh? <laughs> What I live. Well, let me tell you something, eh? This G Funk telling me I gotta wear this headset and shit, eh? What do you right. guys? You professional, professional. Shit, eh? or what? Absolutely, we gotta be professional. For the first time in your life, you're being professional. So good job. So you think you're all bad, eh? But by the way, stop saying a eh? after every sentence. We gotta be professional here. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, Holmes. Okay, hold on. Is that better, eh? Do I look? They look. Let me button up the top, eh? Does it look better now, here or what? Absolutely. Shit, I don't like this headset, eh? <laughs> you got to be professional around here. You know what I mean? What's going on, Ruben? I mean, man, you been gone, bro. Where were you been? Shit, Holmes. G-Funk told me I had to be quarantined, eh, for about a month, eh? He said I was out partying too much, eh, without the fear of me. You know? You know, I was hanging around and shit, you know? So he was like, hey, Holmes, we got to be cool, eh? You can't come over, man. I got, you know, I got my kid here and everything, so... uh I've been kicking back, eh? And I've been waiting to come on, man. But I've been watching Hispanics causing panic, eh? You guys have been all right, eh? All right. Hey, since you're here, tell us, man, who's the baby nuts of the quarter year? That's how long you've been gone. You know what I mean? Baby nuts of the week. Give it to us, Ruben. Come on, Ruben. Do your job, Ruben. Shit, eh? But before I do that, eh, how do I look, eh? Do I look like one of them dudes in the studio? I'm getting ready to sing. Get ready to sing some oldies or some shit, eh? Yeah. Well, oh, oh, Donna. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, eh? Hold on. Let me get this headset straight, eh? Because I got to talk to you punks about something, eh? You punks, you the baby nuts of the week, and I'm going to tell you who it is, eh? The WBC, World Baby Nuts Council, eh? I said it last year when they were doing some punk stuff with Tyson Fury, and now they're doing some punk stuff again, eh? What do you think, eh? Am I right on this or what? Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. Look, we're in agreement, bro. Ain't nothing to break this agreement right now. You know what I mean? That's absolutely. right. Eh? That's right, Holmes. Because they're on some baby nut shit, Holmes. How you gonna give a yeah, how you gonna give some bum, some dude? Nobody even knows who this dude's name is. He's out here fighting guys, 31 losses, 14 losses. He just lost his last fight. This guy's in line to get the uh a shot at the at the vacant title. Eh? What is this? What is hey, this? Hey, he's come on, bro. He's the best fighter out of Turkey. You know what I'm talking about? Charlie Holmes, the only turkey I know is in the oven, eh? I don't know this guy. But let me tell you something, bro. Canelo, you got to be ashamed of yourself, eh, for asking for a fight like that, eh? I thought you were uh, 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 chingon and shit, eh? 
They want to fight some dude from Turkey no one's ever heard of, eh, for the belt. Charlie Holmes, give me a real fight, eh? I don't want to see this bum. What do you think, eh? He was going to fight him on Thanksgiving, bro. Thanksgiving Day, November. You know what I'm talking about? Dia de gracias, bro. You want to give the gracias to Canelo? Charlie Holmes, that, that's baby nut shit, eh? I don't like that shit, eh? And you know what? How come they never gave my son a chance to fight some guy coming off a loss, fighting guys 31 losses to, to, to become the WBC champion, eh? What, why not? Your son? Like, well, why would they give that to your son? First of all, your son, he ain't been good in 10 years, bro. Charlie Holmes, my son's badass, eh? Right now he's in the gym, he's like this, eh? He's throwing shots at the bag right now, eh? He's doing CrossFit still. He's Your ready, son eh? hasn't been good in 10 years. Charlie Holmes, I want to hear none of that 10 years nonsense, eh? There you go, eh? See, Your I've been gone. Son come on, eh? I've been gone for a while. You want to come back with this, eh? In 10 years, bro. 10 years hasn't been good. Man, I don't want to hear that shit, eh? My son fought them all, eh? He got in there with all of them, eh? Did you see what he did to Berto, eh? Did you see what he did to Berto? Man, you weren't talking like that when he lost to Salito. You were talking like that. I don't want to hear like that when he lost to Floyd. Nah, he's a chicken, eh? Floyd ran like a chicken, eh? He's a punk, eh? And his dad, too. His dad didn't want to throw down with me, eh? I said, meet me outside, eh? We could throw down right now. And he said, no, nah, Charlie Holmes. I was Man, going to give him the you know what I'm saying? Throw down with me, Ruben. You're going to throw down with me. All right, talking about your son. Ain't nobody care about your son, bro. We lost Figueroa last time I saw him, okay? He made Figueroa look like he had hands of stone, bro. You know what I mean? That was a feather fisted punch. Let me tell you something, eh? We had a few things we got to work out, eh? But we're going to come back strong. You mark my words, eh? G-Funk is going to get the exclusive, eh? Like these guys here on YouTube, I see breaking news, exclusive. He's going to get the exclusive, eh, on the ghost, Holmes. And I'm going to give it to him, eh, because he's my nephew, Holmes. And I love him, eh? But you know what? You on that punk stuff, too, eh? Talking about 10 years, eh? Why didn't you give my son a shot like that, eh? Why didn't you give, my, why didn't you give him a shot, eh? Let me tell you something, bro. Okay, your son is irrelevant now, just like you. All right. So with that said, that's a baby nuts of the week. Any anything you want to say to uh, you know Suleiman? Suleiman, you're a punk, eh? You're nothing but a punk, and that's why I called your your uh, sanctioning body, eh? World Baby Nuts Council, eh? Because you guys are always pulling some punk stuff like this, eh? And you never gave my son a chance, eh? He's a hardworking badass Chicano, eh? And you never gave him a shot, eh? If this was good, if this is true, bro, A-Rod said, I seen your son picking strawberries in Watsonville already, local. What's going on, bro? He's picking strawberries. What's going on? Shit, Holmes. We get down here, man, in, in the Central Valley, Holmes. These are, this is my rasa, eh? We're out here helping the people, eh? We out here. We do what we got to do, eh? And that's why my son is a badass, eh? Man, Ricky Martin was like with the ladies the last time your son was good, okay? Ricky Martin. Last time... <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, it's, with that said, Ruben Guerrero, you're out of here, bro. This is Panic's causing panic. Panic causing panic.
Thanks for those joining me live and to those that will be joining me and G-Funky on Archive. Shout out to everybody listening on the Leave It in the Ring Network. Make sure you throw a jab. Throw a jab at the like button. Make sure you share this to all your social media platforms. We most definitely appreciate all the support. Um, and this is your August 19th edition All right, of this show. I'm your host, D-Style Boxing, co-host G-Funky, of course. Check it out, G-Funky. We got a great show here, but you know we're gonna go over you know McCasco uh, Brackus, all right? We're, we're gonna you know uh, touch on that for sure. I know you're looking forward to that a little bit. Porter versus Formella. I know, I know you can't wait for that one. All right, <laughs> nobody can wait till we go over that. Uh, WBC ruling and the zone not approving. We're gonna definitely touch on that. Garcia Campbell looks like it's done. Once again, WBC saying, oh, for real this time, like we promised, this time it's done. Khan versus De La Hoya. Clips with the Oscar De La Hoya out there pumping his jab while training. And, of course, Teofimo Lopez attacking the quote-unquote media boxing experts. All right. Also, Magdaleno no longer. That's just Jesse Magdaleno. No longer facing Emmanuel Navarrete. Well, that's a little bit upsetting for sure. And Chavez Sr., he's going to knock out Arce. What? Right? Let's start off with this first. Right? McCaskill Brackus, G-Funky. Yes. I thought it was a close fight. Okay? It was a close fight. McCaskill won the fight. It, it's it's a fair verdict. I don't have an issue with it. What are your thoughts, man? Well, my thoughts are like this, man. I told you. <laughs> I told Beeb. And I told everybody in the chat that was there that was doubting me, man. Nah. Uh, you know, I got to brag a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, um, hey, I thought it was a fantastic fight, man. A uh, real good fight. What? I had it uh, scored six rounds to four for uh, McCaskill, but I did mark a couple of rounds in there that were very, very close rounds. Um, so, you know, I understand some people thinking it could have went to Brackus and, and things like that, but I feel like McCaskill earned it, man. I think she went in there and she was the ring general. You know, she came in there she got close. She was able to land a lot of good shots, a lot of hard shots. Um Brackus just she just doesn't look the same to me, man. Um, she doesn't move around the ring uh, quite as good as she used to. She wasn't pumping that jab as much, but you know I think it was mostly because of what uh, McCaskill was doing, man. She was she was getting low, she was getting real low and firing shots up, you know, like, and just coming at these awkward, weird angles. Um, and I think that might have threw off uh, Brackus a little bit. So. Um, you know, she came in and, and did her thing, man. I felt like she was definitely the ring general. I felt like she landed the cleaner, harder shots. And um, I gave her the fight, man. I mean, you could just look at uh, uh, Baraka's face after the fight, man. She was all bruised up everywhere. So, I mean, you know, McCaskill was laying some good hands on her, man. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm happy for her. She's come a long way in her life. Uh, you know, she said she was homeless at one point in her life when she was just a little girl. And I mean, to be homeless and then to, you know, become the undisputed welterweight champion in the women's division, that's a hell of an accomplishment. And I also yeah. want to give a shout out to Cecilia Brackus, who had 
with 25 consecutive uh, defenses of, her, of, a, of a world title. A tremendous accomplishment. And not only that, she was gracious in defeat. You know, she didn't complain about it. She didn't whine about it. You know, she just said, hey, you know, the judge didn't see it my way. And, um, you know, I wish McCaskill nothing but the best. She said, take care of the belts. So, you know, she was a, a very humble and classy in defeat. So shout out to both of these women, man. This was a good fight. But, of course, G-Funk picked a huge upset, man. So I deserve a little something. You know, give me a hand in the chat. Give me a hand, guys. All right. <laughs> Look, um, you know what? It, it's it's a fair verdict. You know, I I scored it um, six rounds to four for the first lady for Cecilia Brackus myself. But uh, I I do believe um, McCaskill winning. There's no complaining there. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not one of those guys. I don't believe in that whole you got to take it from the champion and all that. Like I believe if you win a round, you win a round. That's it. If you're the champion and you're better, you'll win the round. You know what I mean? Dan, the man on the outside going. Dan the man he says uh, McCaskill Brackus rematch maybe underway. Absolutely. You know, and look, A Rod and Jakarta Prophet are giving you your claps and all that. You know what I mean? By the way, guys, stay right. We got a great show for you. I know you like you like to thumb it down and leave sometimes. You know, so stay and listen a little bit. We got a great show for you. I promise you. All right. But as as far as that goes, man, you know, uh McCaskill won. You know, she did her thing. But I agree with you. I think Cecilia Brack is, you know, definitely took the, you know, loss well. You know, I know uh, they're saying maybe, like the man said, uh, may, maybe it's on the way. But, you know, Cecilia was already talking about, you know, like like she misses her family. And, like, like she's talking about things, you funky that. Well, usually when a boxer talks like that, like they're ready to go. Like they're like, it almost felt like the weight was off her shoulders now. She looked a little relieved even. Like telling her, I can't wait, what are you going to do? And like she's talking about spending time with her family. And so I don't know if she's going to come back. I just don't know. What do you think? You think that's it for her? You think she, or you think she's going to come back, try to get that rematch? Well, uh, if she comes back for the rematch, I'm all for it. You know me, man. I always like to run it back when a fight is close. And uh, I believe this fight was close. So, you know, I'm not going to rule out a, a a rematch or get mad at a rematch. Um, but, right, man, she is saying all the things that you would hear from a fighter who's ready to hang the gloves up, <laughs> you know. Um, she had a hell of a run, man. A hell of a run. And, uh, you know... I'm I'm one to say you know if 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 you feel like you can uh, financially survive off of what you've earned in the sport of boxing, and you have uh, you know your brain intact, you know, um, yeah. hey, it's 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 a good thing, man, to walk away and uh, uh, like that. So I'm I'm not mad at her if she decides to retire, but um, if the rematch is there, let's do it. I'm all for it, man. I'll, I'll be picking McCaskill again. I think she'll beat her this time, and I think it'll be more convincing. I don't know, man. Like, like Cecilia Brackett can make some adjustments. And I think McCaskill is very one-dimensional in what she does, you know. But but she's only going to be that much older when they rematch. You know what I mean? She, she's not going to get any younger. So it'll be interesting for sure. You know, um, I don't know, man. Like, I know Katie Tater has a win over McCaskill. Maybe she'll move up eventually. And, you know, maybe she gets a rematch with Katie Taylor and, and all that good stuff. That's another match happening this weekend. 
that that first Katie Taylor pursuit fight was on the undercard of Andy Ruiz, Joshua, the first fight. They're going to be rematching. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I didn't put on the notes here, but I just want to mention that really quick. That fight is going to be fire. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, man, that's, that's another, like, I believe that's undisputed. I could be wrong about that. People correct me in chat, but that's another big fight. I, I think Katie Taylor's going to win convincingly this time over Pursuit. Do you have any quick prediction on that fight, Chief Funky? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think the things that uh, she did wrong in that first fight, I think they're easily, can easily be corrected. One thing I noticed for sure was that, um, when uh, Pursun was uh, coming forward and p- applying a lot of that pressure, uh, you know, uh, Taylor was was kind of just going straight back, you know, and um, that's something you never want to do when someone's coming straight at you. I mean, you can only go back so far, you know, and the next thing you know, you're backpedaling and it looks like you're falling off balance and things like that. Um, you know, just right. a few small adjustments that you can make to to uh, avoid those bum rushes like that. So yeah, I'm 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 on board with you on that one, man. I think Taylor's gonna make the right adjustments and she's gonna uh win this fight. But I think there's gonna be some good moments, you know, because Pursuit and she's gonna come after him. <laughs> you know, she felt like she was robbed the first time. So um, you know, I think she's gonna come in guns a blazing again. And uh, you know, it's it's really up to Katie Taylor to make those proper adjustments to to win the fight. And I think that she can definitely do that. So I'm rolling with her. All right, and, and by the way, G Funky, I know you're 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 the upset special guy. Like you know what I mean? You're all about the upsets. You know what I mean? So hey, are we gonna see an upset on Fox? Formula, Formeo, however you pronounce it, versus Porter. G Funky, is he gonna pull it off? Is Porter gonna be upset? Is it gonna happen? Is Formella the new name to look out for? Is he gonna shock the world back to back? How about it, G Funky? You wanna call it? You wanna go? You you wanna call it? Call it now, G Funky. Do it. Oh man. <laughs> you know, I, I do love a good upset and I love to predict them. Um because much like me, I've been an underdog all through life, you know, and I've come through but, man, I don't see that happening here, man. Hell no. This is – man, let me tell you something, man. I like Sean Porter. Don't get me wrong, man. I think he's a good fighter. Uh, he's definitely one of the best in that division. But this guy, man, come on, man. I looked at some of this guy's fights. This dude is as soft as 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 tissue, bro. I think, I think he gets stopped, bro. And I think he gets stopped pretty quickly and pretty easily. This is a dumpster juice of a matchup here. Oh, this Sorry, for man, I'm not for Mella, it. bro. I ain't you know with what I mean? it. I ain't with it, man. I think uh, Porter could have been in there with somebody else, you know. Uh, I don't like it. I don't know because I never, never heard of this dude, man. I don't even know who. I, you know, I had to go and do some, 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 some research on this guy. I could barely find a fight on him, you know. Like, <laughs> so I mean, I, and then when I did see the fight that that uh, that I found. Um, I mean, he, he looks decent against. He looks decent against some of these club fighters he's fighting, but man, Porter's gonna get right in this dude's chest. He don't got any kind of pop. Nothing he lands on Porter's gonna hurt him. He's just gonna rush right through that. It's gonna be almost. I I think it's gonna be like when he knocked out Paulie Malignaggi. Man, that's that's wow. what I see here, man. That's what I see here. But this is wow. a dumpster let, let juice, me. dumpster juice of a matchup, bro. I'm sorry, it just is. Let, 
Let me give a rundown on the chat here. Shout out to Chicano Prophet, Sonteo Media, A-Rod, Mike202, A-Stone8 on here. A-Rod, of course. You know, we got Bruce Goes, Ion G, Dan the Man, the Texan. All right. And, uh, you know, Stormy B-Man on here as well. Shout out to all you guys. Make sure you throw a jab. Throw a jab at my like button. I agree with you. I mean, there's levels to this. I'm not going to hold it too much. A lot of people are getting on Porter for some reason. You know, but Porter's had probably the toughest schedule out of all the welterweights. Okay. Out of all of them. And I'll invite anybody. Bring me your names and I'll bring Porter's names. And, and and that's that, and and I'll say that to anybody. You know that G Funky. I don't care who the hell they are, right? Right. And right. I think they get mad and all that. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I don't give a shit. Okay. Porter's fought Cal Brook, right? I thought that was a close fight. They could have gone either way. The judges gave it to Cal Brook, right? Okay. And he fought Cal Brook when Cal Brook was Cal Brook, you know, undefeated, right? Before he moved up and made that decision to fight Triple G. Before all that, right? He fought, you know, uh, Ugas. And at the time, he remembered G-Funky. Like, people were like, Ugas? You know, but it turns out that Ugas not that bad. It turns out having a close fight with Ugas is, is not a bad thing. And he won that fight, okay? He fought Danny Garcia, beat him. Another close fight. A close fight with Keith Thurman. The judges gave it to Keith Thurman. A close fight with Errol Spence. The judges gave it to Errol Spence. You can argue that the knockdown was a difference. This guy has fought the who's who. So if he wants to, if he's gonna fight for Mello, who's still like in in this sanctioning body, a top ten guy, it's it's just not that big of a deal. I'll give him a pass. I don't know if it should be the main event. You know what I mean? Like I don't know about that. Okay, they could have probably put this fight on the undercard of one of the other big fights, maybe on the undercard of the Chartle pay per views or something. You know, but this is where they put it. You know, it is what it is. But I'm not too upset about it, to be honest with you. I'll give him a yeah. pass. It's it's been frustrating, man. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm glad boxing's back. Don't get me wrong, uh, but some of these dudes, man, that are coming up and fighting made dudes, never heard of them. You know, <laughs> never heard of these cats. Well, keep in um, mind, just just because you never heard of them doesn't make them like trash fighting. Like no one heard about Ugas, and and now you know, if Formella comes out and beats Porter, I'll we're be gonna in like fools next week. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll be in, I'll be in absolute shock if that happens. Uh, but I mean, styles, I mean, styles always make fights. And I think that Porter is a nightmare style <laughs> for <Yes>. Formella <laughs> and it's going to be easy work, man. Yeah. Shout out to Curtis Anderson on here and Chicago province. Every time you even says dump the juice, I'm taking a shot, man. You're going to freaking be stumbling after this show. And of course, dumpster juice is the new saying, bro. Like, God damn, dumpster juice this. And, don't you use that? You know what I mean? I, I like it, though. I like it. You know, I, I, I think Porter's going to win this fight. All right? And by the way, for everyone listening on the Leave It in the Ring Network, we appreciate your listens um, and, and all that good stuff. You know, if you're listening on iTunes you know, or, or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate us, man. Give us that five stars for the content to Leave It in the Ring and, and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? You can listen to us on iHeart on Stitcher and Block Talk and, you know, Spot Beam and Pod Beam, I mean, whatever it is, you know, we're, we're, we're in all of them. Um, with that said, Chief Funky, before we get to our main topic, our main course, really quick, 
I was excited about Jesse Magdaleno facing Emmanuel Navarrete. I mean, finally, I felt, okay, now he's going to fight somebody with a pulse, you know? Like, like I'm glad you're active, dude, but goddamn, fight somebody that's going to fight you back. It's coming to, like, is a legitimate threat. And the fight's no longer going to happen. They didn't meet some fucking deadline, so now we're not going to get the fucking fight. Tell us what's going on with that, Chief Funky. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. But uh, this is according to Jake Donovan of Boxing Scene, and the, the title reads, Navarrete versus Villa, uh, WBO featherweight title ordered, Magdaleno pulled, man. So it looks like he's going to be fighting some guy named Ruben Villa, who is uh, 18-0 with five knockouts. He's 23, and uh, he's from Salinas, California, which is not far from here, Central California. I'm in Northern California. So uh, hopefully this guy can come in here and get down a little bit with Navarrete. But, man, dude, this is disappointing, man. Magdaleno and yeah. Navarrete, oh, man, that would have been beautiful, man. We, were, we, I mean, we talked about it before, and we all agreed it was going to be a, a good fight. But, you know, it, it happened, man. <laughs> this happened. Bro. Yep. They screwed us. They're screwing us. You know hey, what I mean? That's what they're doing. Boxing fans have been taking L's this week. A lot of L's. Come on, bro. And this is another they're gonna one. They're going to take man. it away from us. Like, well, what's with this? Like, they're teasing us with these fights. You know what I mean? Like, like, like they, they keep teasing us with these fights. Like, like here's the fight. Psych! You know what I mean? Here's the fight. Psych! Like, like nah, bro. Come on. Right? I want to see this fight. Give me this damn fight. Right? I want to see Jesse Magdaleno against. I mean, my, Manuel Navarrete, because at least this dude has a pulse, bro. All right? I don't know. Like, come on, dude. dude I like Manuel Navarrete, bro, but he's got he's to fight a name, dude. Come on. Yeah. And I think Magdaleno would have gave him some fucking problems, man. I really do. That's uh, not a guaranteed win. Yeah, it's not. It's not. And... Man, it's I'm telling you, man. Boxing fans have been taking L's this week, man. And the L's continue to roll in. That's right. Just like, man, you know what? We're taking L's. Like, Lomachenko's going to take an L, bro. You know what I mean? That's, like, we're that's just, right. We're, like, like we're, just, we're just falling down, getting knocked out by boxing. You know what I mean? Just like Lomachenko's going to get knocked out. Right? Stretched right. out. Stretched out, bro. <laughs> I, I, I want to play this clip here, Chief Funky. This is from uh, Mexican media, and we're going to talk about it. Nuestro campeón de looks. Whoa. Nuestro campeón de looks, o no sé cómo se llame la denominación, es Canelo y va a pelear por el cinturón. Déjenme leer bien el nombre del bulto al que le pusieron. Agni Gildrim. El turco ah, Agni claro. Gildrim. ¿Por qué mejor el CBB no le da el cinturón a Canelo? En buena onda. O sea, ¿por qué no mejor ya le dicen, Canelo, mira, nos caes a toda madre, te queremos hacer campeón? Ten. Eh, la última victoria de Agni Gildrim. Fue contra un cuate cuyo récord era de tres victorias, 33 derrotas. Ah, claro. ¿Quién sabe cuándo sea la pelea esta que van a hacer? Pero si es después de octubre, Gildrim va a pasar dos años sin haber boxeado para subirse al ring contra Canelo Álvarez. Felicidades, boxeo. Lo están haciendo muy bien. La verdad es que lo están haciendo muy bien. Dios bendiga los pesos completos, porque si no... El boxeo hoy, quién sabe de qué diablos estaríamos hablando. Y miren que aquí nos gusta el boxeo. Aquí entrevistamos boxeadores, nos caen bien los boxeadores, todo, pero, pero de verdad, de verdad, terrible la decisión del diario. Well, there you go. I did the translation there for you guys, so they're obviously not not happy about it. 
Okay, the reason I played that clip, by the way, is just, it's just I just want to hear. Okay, like, oh, you guys are hating, and, and like, like I, this is not just you know. And I, I need to go in like really on the WBC here. WBC ruled. Oh, by the way, I like I like how they do this shit. Okay, I, before I go, gee, fucking what? What are your thoughts on the WBC's ruling? To have um, Canelo fight uh, the Anvil Nightheart here, whatever his name is, right? <laughs> the well, what is Anvil Nightheart. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Uh, you caught me with a sneaky little left hook right there, man. Right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one, but yeah, dude, I don't, I, I don't even know who this dude is. I don't even, I don't even think I can pronounce his name. Advin Yuldrum or Yule. I was calling him Yulog the other day on my show. Uh, <laughs> uh, This is terrible, man. This is terrible. Just like that reporter said, the last guy he was in there with, his last win, the guy had, what, 14 uh, 14 losses? The guy before that, 31 losses? And then he lost. The man lost his last fight that he was in. How do you lose your last fight and become the number one contender for a vacant title, man? This is an absolute joke, man. An absolute joke, and it's a disgrace to boxing. It's an absolute disgrace, and this is just more red meat for for people that constantly hate on boxing. We use these things as an excuse to not support the sport. Uh, these guys, you know, this, they deserve it, man. They deserve it because they do stupid stuff like this, man. I I hate it. I can't stand it. Um, I just don't get it, man. I don't know what this does for the sport. How it makes the sport better. How it, how it makes your belt the most pristine belt. Like they always say, uh, the green belt is the money belt, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the green belt is a joke now, guys, okay? It's an absolute joke now. I mean, they're giving this guy a chance to win the, the Canelo. They're going to give him a chance to win their WBC strap fight and his sparring partner, bro. Look at This is the, the picture right here. This guy used to spar with Canelo. Sparring partner, bro. We talking about practice. Like Alan Iverson, we're talking about practice here, right? That's exactly right. what this is. This will be practice for Canelo, okay? This is a joke, man. Get him out of here. WBC, you could you could stick it, man. Like like Hulk Hogan said, you fans can stick it, brother. That's what the WBC can do, man. They can stick it. I like how the WBC. I like how the WBC tries to make shit sound legit like 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 for example oh no but but we voted on it like it was unanimous 36 to 1 who are these 37 people voting who are they who are these guys like i want to know who these 37 dudes that vote and make these decisions on who's going to fight for the title are who are they who is it is it you know, is it, you know, former dudes that uh, former boxers? Is Chavez Sr. one of the people voting? Is Pintor there voting? I'd rather see them voting. Who are these 37 motherfuckers that are voting for the WBC? And what type of vote is this exactly? Like, who, like, who elected these people, like, to vote? Like, who got them to vote for this shit? That's the first thing I want to know. What qualifies them to be voting on this? 
Cause it's a made up facade. It's a whole, it's a bunch of made up bullshit. Okay. When they come out, all right. And, and they're talking about, you know, hey, 36 to one. We totally voted on it. It's a, it's totally legit because we voted on it. We went to Hawaii and we voted and it was unanimous. Oh, okay. Well, you went to Hawaii and you voted. So I guess that makes it totally legit then. You know, because I guess if you would have voted in Alaska, it wouldn't have counted or something. Like, I guess if you just stayed your asses in fucking, you know, if you just stayed your ass in Mexico City, it, it wouldn't, I guess it wouldn't have counted there. But when you go to Hawaii, you know what I mean? It just totally makes it legit. You know, when I thought it was 35 to 1, I said, ah, it's a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? When I heard 36 to 1, oh, okay. You know why it's 36 to 1? Hey, Chief Funky, you know why it's 36 to 1? Why is that? Because it was 37-0, right? And they would have called it bullshit. You know what I mean? Ah, that's a bunch of bullshit, bro. 37-0. Ah, see, now that's a bunch of bullshit right there. Like, now 31, no, no, 36 to 1 totally makes it seem like, like there was a dude duking it out right there. You know what I mean? That one was probably for Chavez Jr. All right. But anyway, look. I am getting sick and tired of WBC. And I'm sick and tired of all the sanctioning bodies. All of them. All right. I'm tired of super belts. I'm tired of franchise belts and diamond belts and this belt and that belt. What the fuck's going on over here? Belt after belt. Oh, but we got this belt. And oh, this one's a regular belt. And then we got an interim belt. We'll talk about it later. But we got fucking Garcia Campbell. Okay, for an interim WBC lightweight belt. You already got Lomachenko with a franchise. Got Devin Haney with a WBC regular. And then you're going to have a fucking interim belt. This is disgusting. It's disgusting is what it is. What the hell's going on? What in the hell's going on? Shout out to Jupiter Beast. Salute to the Spanish cause and panic. Hit the damn like button. And I appreciate the support always. I'm tired of the WBC making up belts. I told you guys last year. And, and I don't want to hear we all saw it coming. I'm the one that fucking said it. I have the receipt for it. If you don't have a receipt for it, you don't get to claim it. I get to claim it because I have the fucking receipt. I told you that it's trying to make this shit a super belt. Okay? And, and you know what, T-Fuck? I'm hearing guys say, oh, but, but I'm down with the WBA. What? WBC is trying to do what the WBA is already doing. When the super belt came out, WBA came out and they said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. All right? Please don't worry. Super championships just going to be for those special ones. Sound familiar? It's going to be for the guys that become undisputed. You know, to to allow guys to fight for you know to unify that's what that's what it's for to become a super champion you have to have ten title defenses 
or unify belts, one or the other. Well, we all know that's a crock of shit today. It's just another sanctioning belt right alongside the regular belt now. And we're going to turn around, and you're going to have the franchise belt, and you're going to have the regular, their, their whole champion and their franchise champion. It's just a WBC's version of that. That's all that is, man. That's all it is. That's all it's ever going to be. Now, back to this. WBC comes out, all right? Speaking of receipts, I got the fucking receipt, okay? I, I have it on Twitter. You go check out at D-Style Boxing. The day before they announced the WBC will be voting, all right, on who's going to get, you know, who's going to fight for the WBC vacant championship at 168 pounds. That's what they said. I, t- I, I responded to the WBC tweet and I said, it's an open auction is what this is. All right. That's what it is. It's an FYI. Take out your money. Who's got more money for me? Who's got more money to offer me? Well, who's got the most moolah? You know? Hey, Chief Funky, who's got the most moolah at 168? I think we're looking at him right there. The the gentleman with the red hair and the freckles. Right there. <laughs> Man. They ain't nobody surprised. Nobody surprised that Canelo was picked. No, nobody said, oh, my God, Canelo. Like, nobody was surprised about that. That surprised no one. You guys know you weren't fucking surprised. Well, we were really And we weren't even, dude, I wasn't even expecting, like, a world beater. But, God damn, and this dude, the Anvil Nightheart, all right? This dude, Yeldirim, this guy. You guys saw it. Okay, he beat a dude that's 42 and 14, a fucking nobody, and he beat a dude that's 3 and 31, and he lost his last fight. He lost to Anthony Durrell almost two years ago, dude. Almost two fucking years ago. Gaines, I, I think he beat. I think he beat uh, Povetkin for the regular WBA, but I, I think he got stripped immediately after that. But that that said, um, to the Klitschko, never had the original WBA. But, but I hear you. The super champion is really the title now. You know what I mean? But the the WBA has WBC has created like a weird situation now. Because and and again, I don't now. I don't have receipts for this. I just got dudes' words. That's all I got. Okay, you know what I mean. That's all I got. WBC ruled this dude, but let me tell you something. I said, don't jump the gun, right? Because one, I don't know if Canelo's accepted it yet. Also, there's only going to pay thirty million dollars for this fight. The fuck? Like I know they're making it rain and shit, but man, ain't nobody no, nobody makes it rain on a fucking ugly fat stripper. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way it is. Unless they're feeling it, like they already gave you, 
Okay. Like they already gave you the ugly broad, you know what I mean? But but now 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 you know they, they want some good ones. What the fuck's going on? Be it to be on here. Even the zone said enough, enough. They did laughing my ass. Absolutely. The zone said nah. They also said no to some other fights before. But see, like right now they're they've created this pen they've opened the Pandora's box, right? And they're kind of stuck between, you know, these guys, you know, want more money. These guys will accept it, but the zone doesn't want these fights. So they're kind of stuck in the middle here trying to make a damn fight happen. So I told Chicago Prophet and she fuck, all right? They could tell you if I'm lying, all right? The zone ain't going to prove this fight, okay? That's what I was going to come and say tonight, but the breaking news beat me to it. You know what I mean? So breaking news, you know, but uh, exclusive, no. But Chief Funky, what are your thoughts on the zone saying, eh, nah? Well, you know, I've been pretty hard on the zone uh, ever since uh, it's become a thing. Uh, even the last week's fight, I was talking trash about him. Uh, but I got to give it to him, man. Even they said... The hell with this dumpster juice. And I want you to kind of private. I want you to take another shot. All right. Dumpster juice of a fight that this is, man. This is this is ridiculous, man. Nobody wants to see this. And let me tell you something, man. They're lucky that this fight is could have possibly or could still possibly happen. Who knows during the pandemic? Because no one would show up with or without the pandemic. Nobody knows who this guy is. Nobody cares about this dude. He hasn't fought nobody in two years or almost two years. And he lost his last fight. How how on earth is he even in the conversation? How's he? I mean, I, I just don't understand it, man. But you know what? The zone, hey, I, I'm proud of you. I got to give you credit when credit is due. That's the type of guy G Funk is, man. You know, if I criticize someone on doing some punk stuff, it's because they deserve it, you know? And when they finally do something right, I give them credit when they're doing something right. And they're finally doing something right here because this is this is garbage, man. This is a big giant L for boxing fans if this was to go through, man. And I'm glad that they said, hell no. Enough is enough. Hey, man. Even, and I played the clip. Even the Mexican press is tired of it, bro. Right? Even they're saying, ah, you know what I mean? Like, this, this, this fight, I ain't down with this fight. Well, why don't you fuck, just yeah. give the belt to Canelo? You know what I mean? Do an Eric Bischoff with Triple H. Just give him the fucking belt. Why don't you just do that? Just hand him the fucking no, belt. They can like, do you know like a. He can do like night the, the finger poke of doom. He can just poke this guy in the chest with his glove, and then he'll just go down and, and count ten. That's it. It's over. Man, this fucking voting, this voting bullshit reminds me of the fucking NWA, the wrestling days, when they would vote on who the champion should be because they're a bigger draw. Well, that's cool with boxing. I mean, with wrestling. But this is boxing, bro. It's supposed to be a legitimate sport. Come on. You might as well just hand it to the belt the way you're going. Like, just fucking give it to him. Do a fucking tournament. Put Anthony Durrell. Put Benavides. Okay, put freaking Canelo. Danny Jacobs. Right? You could put a, a couple more dudes. Just do a tournament for the damn belt or something. Do a four-man tournament. Whatever. Okay? Can you at least fucking try? Can you try? Sudamon thinks we're stupid, bro. He's out here saying that, no, oh, this guy totally deserves a fight. Because because he gave Anthony Durrell a good fight, he said. 
What a thing. <laughs> That's what I think. It's hilarious. Yeah, the guy deserves a crack at the at the belt because he put up a good fight in his last fight. Well, guess what, moron? The guy lost the last fight. He didn't even win that fight. <laughs> There's no way that these guys can justify this decision, man. Absolutely no way. I'm sorry, but you're not going to convince me. Yeah, Kane says, and like this is something I talked about with uh, as well with you guys. His promoter getting bright money with the WBC. Like, how do you get busted in GTA and now bright money in the police and get back to five stars? <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Um, there's definitely some bright stuff going on because none of it makes sense. That's stupid. That's like, oh, you know what, man? You know the Dallas Cowboys. Like they didn't make the playoffs, but let's put them in the playoffs because, man, they, they, they had such a tough game in the last game. You know what I mean? They, they put up such a good, such a good effort. They just put them in the Super Bowl. Like what? What? They, didn't, they don't even have a good record. What do you mean? They beat the Browns with two wins. What do you mean they should put them in the Super Bowl? Yeah, but they look so good. Like, like they, they put up a fight for like three quarters, you know, in their last game. Only in boxing. Only in boxing. And this is the WBC, believe. The zone saying, man, you, you motherfuckers taking money. We're the ones paying money, right? That tells you everything. You know what I mean? It's always the ones that take the money and don't put in the money. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, T. Funky? Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, of course, the WBC will put them in there with whoever. They're like, oh, man, we're going to get 3%. Out of 30-some million? All right. My motherfuckers already making plans this shit. They're going to go to Hawaii again with that fucking money, bro. Another vote. Yep. Another vote. <laughs> What's going on? My motherfuckers already like, that they're already counting out. the 3% of 35 million and shit. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, this is good right here. Like, the zone's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not here, We're not here to pay your fucking vacations to Hawaii and fucking... Oh, it's other bullshit. Like, what the fuck's going on over here? We're gonna put this dude with the Anvil Nightheart and shit. All right, what the hell's going on over here? We, we, we want, like, what the hell's going on, bro? Like, it's I, I terrible, just man. got Renee Box Young in the chat. How's it going? A Rod on here in Gaines PP says somebody needs to put hands on Fat Boy Suleiman. You know, I, I would love to interview Suleiman. I would ask him. And the questions I would that I want to relate to the media, ask him who are these people that vote? Who are they? And who are they? What makes them so special? Like, well, like you know what I mean? Why do they always conveniently always vote for Suleiman's for as a president? You know, like, like, like you know what I mean? Like, how, how is this just conveniently done? And how are they how how have they been in power for so long? And you know, how, how does it get passed on from father to son just like that? Like, well, what's going on over here? It's supposed it's to be some like 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 this, this this whole thing is like a monarchy, bro. The WBC is a monarchy and shit. You know, they just pass it on and shit. He just inherited the presidency for the WBC. 
but it gets voted on. Who, who these? Who are these people voting? Like at least with Congress, they're corrupt as shit. But I know they are. I know how they're put in there. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Chicano Profit is on the panel. <laughs> no, Paul. You know, maybe these guys are on the panel voting on this stuff. <laughs> Bruce Go says hashtag boycott the WBC. I mean, they're all corrupt, bro. All of them. Every single last one of them are corrupt. Right? The argument becomes who's more corrupt. But, I mean, at that point, I mean, it just depends. It depends who's in a more convenient spot. You know, some of them are in bed with some promoters and others. It's it's, it's a big mixed bag. But at the end of the day, here's what I do want to say. All right, Chief Funky. I got something to say, G Funky. What you got? What you got? Well, one, like, let me first say this, because we haven't talked about this, but Benavides took an L against, uh, you know, hey, you're the one in 36 and one. Uh, <laughs> it's a Chicano prophet, by the way. First of all, David Benavides should be stripped, okay? And I know there's people saying, hey, well, I've been Avidas fight Canelo for the belt. I got to be honest. There's got to be consequences for not making weight like that. Like there, there has to be consequences for, you know, not making weight and for, you know, being undisciplined. It's the second time the dude gets stripped, right? First to cocaine, now to not making weight. I'm 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 not gonna call it a duck. I'm just not. I, I don't I don't believe it's appropriate to say Canelo duck Benavides. Because Benavides shouldn't be fighting be fighting for the title. That's why I propose like do a tournament where he has to at least win at least two fights. You know, win an eliminator and then and then win the, the title in the next bout. But that that's what I would have done, but that's my opinion on it, G Funk. Yeah, I don't think he's ducking Benavides. I, I don't. There's people saying he's ducking Benavides. He's ducking Benavides. I don't see it. What am I missing? What are my eyes missing? What are my ears missing? What are my senses missing, G Funky? Here's what I'll say, man. And here's why I'm calling it a duck, okay? Now, is there contracts or was there ever an offer? Because I know that's the first thing that these. These uh these businessmen will do the the Canelo businessmen the the, the Canelo uh, defense attorneys you know, put on the suit and tie you know get the little briefcase put some tres flores in the hair comb it back so they look presentable in front of the judge you know all that good stuff here's here's what I'll say man on some man code shit okay this is what I'm talking about I had the belt okay I'm Benavides I got the belt I've had the belt. Yes, I miss weight. I get stripped, right? Yeah. Hey, you didn't hear me complaining about him getting stripped. Matter of fact, I, I got on him about missing weight. You know? That's his own fault. That's the blame for himself. But then this guy comes in and all of a sudden requests to fight Jim the Anvil Nightheart for the belt that I've had, that I've been had. And you didn't want no smoke with me when I had it. But now you want it. You want to fight Nightheart for it, you know? That's to me. That's that's some sneaky punk stuff, man. In my opinion, and and I don't like it, man. 
I don't like that. And again, uh, I mean, we've got on on uh, on uh, Anvil Nightheart <laughs> about what what's he done and what's he's done to earn a shot. But what is what's Canelo done to earn the shot at one sixty eight? Beat Rocky Fielding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, it is what it is, man. That's the way I'm looking at there's it. No, there's there's no argument for me with that. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I had the belt. You wasn't trying to fight for it when I had it. I get stripped, and now you want to fight. For it. <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it, man. All right, on some real shit, you know, not this contract stuff that a lot of these guys like to talk about. Before I continue, check it out, bro. Night art, bro. You know what I mean? That's that's pull the goatee. <laughs> name, bro. I don't even know what I pre- I didn't even like double check if I pre- like spelled it right. You know what I mean? Vildirim, like, 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 what the hell, bro? What's his first name again? It's uh, Advin, Advin, that's what I call him, Advil, bro. Night art, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but but look, man, all right, look, shout out to Reggie Owen, Jupiter B, and BFTB, look. I get your point, but Benavides should not be. I'm sorry, he should not be fighting for the title next. You know what I mean? We can't have a situation where these guys could just miss weight, and, and you know I'm just gonna fight for the title anyway. You know what I mean? Like he can't fight for the title next. I'm sorry, I agree. And, and that's my point. I agree. Plus, this this guy right here, right the Anvil shit. He would. He, he was going to fight Benavides next. He was a number one contender that, that's outside of Benavides and Canelo's control. You know what I mean? So, like, he was lined up. Like, I need to see some proof that Canelo specifically said, I want to fight that guy for the title. I don't think he said that. I think they put in, like, hey, I want to fight for the title. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's what he put in, and they used the franchise tag from Middleweight, which I'm not condoning. There's a lot of nuance to this, but I think that's what he used. I just don't think he said, I want to fight that guy. You know what I mean? That, that's just what I think. Like, I think they should do Callum Smith. That, that's what I think at the very least, but, but hey. I, I just can't, I can't call it a duck, you know? I'm calling it a duck with extra plum sauce. And it's because, again, the guy didn't want to throw his name in the hat until Benavides lost the belt. That's the way I'm looking at it, man. Now, here's my thing. If Canelo fights, I don't know if he's going to fight the Anvil or not. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's, what's going to happen now because this don't say, hell no, we're, we're not putting that on our, our platform, all right? If he fights, uh, from what I'm hearing, it could be Smith, okay? And, look, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with him fighting Smith. That's a much better fight than, than the Anvil, okay? Right. Uh, if he wins that fight and he becomes the WBC and, and the WBA champion at 168, Benavides could fight somebody else, then they could, then he could fight Benavides in. And I'll be okay with it. But until then, I'm going to call it a duck with plum sauce, man, because this guy was not talking about fighting for no WBC strap when Benavides had it. It wasn't until the right. man got stripped. Now he's like, hey, let me fight for it now. You know, like, I don't like that, man. I think that's some punk, sneaky stuff, man. I really do. 
And until he gets in the ring and fights him, I'm going to continue to say it, man. I just look, man. I, I just think we need more evidence for a guy to duck somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, like Benavides, even if Canelo wasn't going out of his way to fight him, you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I just, it's not like Benavides was out pursuing Canelo and like that. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Like, I just can't, you know, like he kind of knew that he had a mandatory coming up with his Anvil guy. Now, now obviously, Canelo's going to get the fight, um, but is it going to happen? I don't know. Let me go over some of these chats here. Uh, Jupiter B says, I'd respect Benavides fighting to regain his title than he didn't lose in the ring. Then uh, Vildrim coming off a two, loss two years ago. He didn't lose it in the ring, but but he didn't make weight. You know what I mean? So that means he, he does he belong in that weight class if he's not making weight? You know, like that's that's what I'll say. A-Rod says, weak sauce. All right. Well, there you go. Boxing conversations. I don't get how Envy, the Anvil, is getting another shot at the WBC title so quick. Dude, like, he lost a fight almost two years ago, and they're going to give him a damn title shot. That's <laughs> insane. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen, dude. Like, you know? Renan says not just with Benavides. It's with several other fighters, the issues with Canelo. Well, well here's my thing. Look, look. Let's go down the. Everybody knows I'm not this big Canelo fan, but but let's let's keep it real for a second, okay? It's easy to criticize Canelo, okay? Like it just is. If we go down the line, the fight was offered to Billy Joe Saunders, and I see him barking, okay? Like I see him barking over there and shit, like a little Chihuahua. Why you offered the fight, Billy Joe? Hey yo, Billy Ho, why did you take the fucking fight? What I need, I need more time to train all this other bullshit. How much now, time hey, did he need? He didn't have enough time. Not only that, bro. He he just came out recently before all this happened and said, uh, "Man, I'm so confident. If I can, if Canelo would fight me in December, there'd be plenty of time. They ain't gotta pay me until I beat him." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. He turned on. A, he don't get to talk. You don't get to talk and call Canelo cherry picker. And because first of all, you're a fucking cherry picker. That's number one. Okay. And you offered the damn fight. Okay. Um, I didn't have an issue with Plant turning down the fight, but but like I understand you wanted more time to train, but dude, like it's not like you took a lot of damage in your fight and you were offered the fucking fight, dude. You know what I mean? A lot of dudes would have taken that fight. Plant was offered the fight. He was offered the damn fight. All right? Like, and he said no. Okay? I, I mean, that's those are just the facts. But we're going to tell the truth. Let's tell, let's tell the whole fucking story. You know? BFTB says he had an issue with him turning on the fight. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like we we gotta if we're gonna tell the truth, let's tell the whole fucking truth, right? That that's just the way I feel about it, man. Billy Joe, like he wanted more time for this, and and Plant turned on the fight. So not every instance Canelo's like 2019. I got no criticism for Canelo. I don't. Let me put it this way: Danny Jacobs was that a good win, Chief Funky? 
That's a great win for Canelo. Danny Chink and uh, slapped uh, Darren Schenko around the ring for 12 rounds, bro. Slapped him around. All right. So if if we're, if Derevchenko is a legitimate opponent, which I do believe he is, then then we gotta you know g- give him credit, you know give Danny Jacobs credit for getting that win, okay? So that's a good win, and then of course I think Kovalev was a good win too. Uh, obviously Kovalev was a little past it. Yes, he he picked uh, someone who it was a calculated risk, and 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 I get that, but but still, you know what I mean? It's a better opponent than a lot of these dudes got. You know, I didn't like Liam Smith and I didn't like Rocky Fielding. All right. I don't like those fights. But, you know, now the Benavides thing, I think we have a disagreement here. I don't consider it a duck. That's Hollywood. Okay. Wolfpack thinks it's a duck. All right. It's cool. You know what I mean? But that's that's what it is. All right. Rocky Slave House is my issue, says BFTV. Right, Jupiter B says I ride with Plant on that. Canelo uh, was well rested, optimal time to training. They try to get people uh, not to have the same. I mean, look, you can argue that I don't have an issue with Plant saying, "Okay, nah," right? But at the same time, we can't accuse Canelo of ducking Plant. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like, like like it works both ways. Finally, hey, this is all I'm gonna say. All right. And by the way, shout out to Ashley Knuckles and check out a puncher's chance from last night, by the way. I got to say, G-Funky, like, yo, everyone knows, like, I ride with the Charlos, okay? Um, Like, I'm not a big Charlo fan. Like, not 92, who says I am, like, like that. But I like the Charlos. I've supported the Charlos. I want the Charlos to get their shine. They're from Texas, you know what I mean? So I support the Charlos, all right? Also, you know, we had him on Rope Dope years ago. So the fact that I knew him from prospects and followed the career, hey, I want nothing but the best for them. But if what Mal said is true, all right, I didn't turn down no Canelo fight talking to his brother. If that's true, then we got to stop saying Canelo Duck. Like that's the, you know, that's just me. Yeah, no, that's that should be everyone's. Uh... That's what everyone should be saying, if that's the truth. You know, if he come, if he came out and said, I believe he said, I wouldn't, I would have never. Uh, what do you say? I would have never turned down Canelo for fifteen million. Uh, hey, it's a duck, flat out, yeah. flat, plain and simple. If that's the case, you know, and um, and that's the that's the thing. I see these guys in the chat. You know, they're like, ah, you didn't say that about Charlo, blah blah blah. You know, look, we're saying it right now. It, you know, his the, the younger one came out and said, hey, he turned down 15 million. It's a flat out duck. I mean, there's no way we could go around that. You know, I'm sorry, but there's just no way. Yeah. Now, does that mean I don't want the fights? I want the fight. I want Jermall Charlotte to fight Canelo Alvarez. I want. That yeah, fight I, I want to see it, too. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if the WBC came out and said. The way, if if uh, Jamal wins his next fight, we'll totally put him in Canelo for that WBC strap. Fuck it, he could fight Anvil. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like like it's whatever to me. You know what I mean? At that point, but that that's what I want. You know. So hey, B T B, that's a good example, man. Ruiz took it last second. You know what I mean? Look at what happened. <laughs> Plant could have yeah. shocked the world, bro. Sometimes you gotta stay ready. Got to stay ready. By the way. <laughs> you know what I mean. 
And and that's what I'll say about that. You know what I mean? Like we got to consider those things and uh, and all that good stuff. All right. Look, man, it's easy to say, oh, Canelo, always blame Canelo, blame Canelo. It's easy to do that. All right. But when you look at the facts, when you lay them out, are there some guys that I've said, like, I'll be honest, I have a hard time justifying why they never try to really make that Andrade fight. I have a hard time with that. Okay. Yeah. So Canelo now like squeaky clean on everything. No fighter is. All right. But hey, his own brother saying you turn down the fight, bro. Like that. That's like, come on. Let's be honest. Like, let's be honest. Let's have an honest conversation. If Ramon Alvarez came out, okay, shout out to his brother who got knocked out by Lara, by the way. If Ramon Alvarez came out and said, hey, wey, tú le ofrecieron una pelea con Charlo y le corriste, wey. Te ven a dar 35 mil. Like if he said, hey, man, they offered you a fight with Charlo, you fucking ducked him, bro. Okay, and he was having beef with his brother. Come on, dude, that shit will be everywhere, bro. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That shit will be everywhere. You know it would. Like, yeah, his own fucking brother said that. Yeah. You know? So I'm just saying, like, now, is Canelo clean on everything? Absolutely not. Am I still going to hold his feet to the fire? Absolutely. Dude, this is a trash fight. Canelo signs this fight with the anvil. I'm going to criticize him for it. Period. Period. But, 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 but D style, he earned it. He earned it, D style. Earned what? Who, the Anvil? Because it was part of the Heart Foundation or what? <laughs> you know, shout out to Beth Rockwell and Charlotte and I was will, but saying you want Canelo and they're turning down isn't cool. Okay, I need to see that. Well, there you go. I mean, now, could it be that his brother just said that because he was mad and I don't know? You know what I mean? But But it's something to look at, you know? You know, but either way, it means that both ducked each other because well, we know for a fact Canelo dropped his belt to boy Charlo, and I can't fact check the mal accusation. And look, like I said, I I just want to see the fight. You know what I mean? No, Paul, this is literally the definition of not sweeping anything under the rug. If we were sweeping things under the rug, we wouldn't have addressed it, bro. Come on, you know what I mean? With that said, Chief Funky, who's down with HCP? Everybody. Everybody, you know me. Check it out. Make sure you throw a jab at my like button. For everybody listening on the Leave It In The Ring Network, you know, we appreciate your listens. You can follow us at T-Style Boxing and at Chief Monkey 84 on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. Man, crazy stuff, bro. The dudes with blue check marks, you know, talking about our show and stuff, Chief Funk, that they listen to us all the time. I'm like, whoa, what? Crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, man, Psycho Boxing Fan Watts, I didn't win a belt already at 68 when he killed Rocky. Remind me again, it was a regular belt because Rocky Fielding. You know what I mean? So that, 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 that's what that belt was, man. Yo, G-Funky, man, you have any, before we move on, you have anything else you wanted to say regarding this whole situation? This whole fucked up situation. You know what I mean? It is. It's crazy, man. And you know what? The thing is this, man. You know, anytime we come out and, and criticize guys, especially when it comes to Canelo, you know, we're always going to get the guys say, but what about this guy? 
And you don't, you know, this is what the young guys like to say, you know, you don't keep that same energy, you know? Well, you know what we say around here? We stay consistent. And and if a, if it's a fucking duck, it's a fucking duck. Flat out. You know, like we said, we're not we're not pulling uh you know, we're not sweeping nothing under the rug here with Charlo. We just talked about it. If his brother said, Hey, you turned down fifteen million, it's a goddamn duck with extra plum sauce. Okay. Yeah. Just like just just like anything else, you know, and and we talk about all the other stuff. You know, we've talked about Crawford, how he should be getting busy and about his resume, how he's not fighting anybody. So I don't want to hear that nonsense, guys. You guys can go over to those other channels and those other shows that 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 play sides like that. But we don't do that here, man. All right. We 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 stay consistent. (laughs) Speaking of playing sides, bro. um, Look, I like Crawford, man. I really do. And, and, and I, I want to support him, man. And, and look, personally, I, I rate the horn win pretty high because he had just come off a victory over Pacquiao. You know what I mean? But since then, bro, like I'm just – he's got to fight somebody at 147. You know what I mean? Like I, I really need him to fight somebody. All right? Like it's just like – as a fan, I want to see him show his stuff. But I can't. I don't know, man. I thought the Ugas fight was a done deal, and I was excited for that fight. It's not happening. I don't think they went that extra mile to make it happen. Well, what do you think is going on with Crawford, man? Uh, well, you know, well, what's your opinion on that? Oh man, you know, <laughs> I I really like Bud Crawford, and um, you know he's he's one of my uh, top guys in the sport right now, and um, you know he unified, and he's one of the last guys to actually not unify, but became undisputed at 140. Um, but man, ever since the guys went to 147, it's been I hate to say it again, but it's been pure dumpster juice, man. Since he's been at 147. Okay. Not only that, he got dropped by one of these dumpster juice guys he's been in there with the the mean machine. It was so, a flash uh, knock. It wasn't a drop. It, it, it was a flash well, knockdown. He got hit and he went down. But you know what? Hey, he got up and won the fight. You know, he dominated the fight from there. But you know, hey, I'm not gonna uh, pull favoritism here. Even though I like Crawford, he got clipped, went down, got up, came back to win the fight. Good for you. Now I need you in there with somebody, man. I need I need to see you. I don't know Ugas. Uh, I mean, damn, somebody. You gotta I mean, you gotta face somebody, man. At this point, um, it's it's getting really old, and um, you know, I just I, I'm just ready to see Crawford in there with somebody with a pulse. At this point, you know, I don't care who it is. We know that Spence is is fighting Garcia, so you know we got two guys that are out of the picture there. We got Porter fighting. Uh, Formel this weekend. Um, so, I mean, there's some guys that he can get in there with, but um, we'll see, man. I keep hearing Pacquiao, possibly. Uh, you know, I would take Pacquiao at this point, even though Pacquiao's 40-plus years old. <laughs> but um, I think Pacquiao's better than anybody he's been in there with at 147 currently. So, I'll take it. Um, I mean, Mikey Garcia, we know him and Mikey Garcia have a pa- uh, history uh, they fought each other in the amateurs and things like that. That could be a good fight too. So, hey man, let's do this thing, man. I'm I'm just I'm ready for Crawford, man. It's, you got to step it up here at 147, man. 
Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that really quick. By the way, um, interesting live stream with uh, BFTV, bro. I was listening to that. Um, this dude say, all right, AG Funky, did he see? Maybe I missed it because I remember I did the fight live. I called it. I was at my cousin's house. We did it at his house and stuff. And, like, maybe I missed it. Like, did you see when Errol Spence was hurt five times against Porter and his knees buckled five <laughs> times? Did you see that? Did he watch that shit? I I might have missed that one. Uh, no, I did not see Croft uh, or um, uh, uh, Earl Spence buckled five times. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where the hell that's coming from. But um, it, that was a hell of a fight, man. The only guy that I seen buckled was Sean Porter when he got hit in the middle of an exchange and, yeah. and dropped to a knee. You know, that's that's really all I seen. It was so, her. Five times, and maybe you understand this, but his knees buckled five times and everything. I don't know what, like, what does that mean in everything? Like, is that like uh, the knees buckle and like the whole body buckles? Like, what does that mean and everything? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what and everything means. Uh, I'm not quite, I'm not, I'm really not quite sure what five times being buckled means because that, that just didn't no, happen. No, no. Five times and he's buckled and everything. And, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's not, not only did the knees buckle, like, and everything else happened. Like, well, what's everything else? I need to hear the rest of the story, bro. Maybe I watched the wrong fight or something. Like, you know, I'm like, maybe I was watching an MMA fight or something. I didn't realize. Yeah, we were, looking at, we were looking at something different, I guess, because I did not see that, man. I mean, I seen some good exchanges. I see right. both guys get hit with good clean shots and in a damn good fight in what I thought was the fight of the year. So I mean, Dude, I could get I can get like Castillo Corrales, right? Where it's a fucking war. None of those dudes like knees buckled five times. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's crazy, bro. How do you knees buckle five times and you finish the fight and you win? Like, you know, that, that that's insane, dude. Like, that's like every other round, like, his knees buckled. Like, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> or maybe he buckled multiple times in a round. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I get it, bro. The dude also said, he goes, he goes, hey, I was the first one to bring up defense. Like, <laughs> Yo, this dude was on YouTube. Talking about defensive shit when Willie Pep was around, bro. Like he taught Willie Pep defense, bro. Oh yeah, he's the master of defense. You know, <laughs> that's crazy, man. I, I I don't know where all this stuff comes from, man. I really don't. Right, right, right. Man, let me just say, like I, I was the first one to talk defense. Like, what the hell? And like, what what year was this? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he taught Mayweather defense, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, taught them all. Hopkins, all of them. Huh? <laughs> man, somebody's just got to watch what they say, bro. Like, listen to what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, like listen. He also said, I, I, I'm just obsessed with what this dude was saying. So he said, he literally said, like, in all absolutes, like, in a matter of fact, that if you collect all the belts, if you're undisputed, you get to move up in weight, and you can pick any of the sanctioning body belts and fight for it. That that's a rule. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's the rules. Rule. I mean, it, it's probably not. Uh, but 
It sure seems like it sometimes. And the only reason I'm going to say that is because with the recent well, events that well, went on well, with the, the problem with like I like that you said sometimes, but when when you say that in an absolute like that, yeah, yeah, that someone can easily bring up an example, and then yeah. you look, you know what I mean? Like Usyk didn't just get to go up and pick whatever belt and just fight for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean apparently so, since since Benavidez missed weight, uh, I believe it's the WBC again. They've already put him number one at one seventy five, and he's not even official. Light heavy, <laughs> hey, dude. Even the WBC is like, bro, send him up, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, just throw in the white towel with the weight, bro. You know what I mean? Just move, move it on, move it on. Hey, Chief Funky, <laughs> I, I, I'm about to piss off some dudes, bro, because I'm gonna give you some news about the WBC, okay? And, and the WBC, like, man, I, I know what the problem is, bro. I, I just don't, but. I, I want to kind of show everybody this, man. I can't believe they're doing this. Um, I should believe it, but I still can't believe it. Right. Um, so breaking news, but Chief Funky, I want you to, as I rule this, read me what it says in the bottom there. WBC lightweight interim title. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Who's the WBC franchise champion at lightweight? Vasily Lomachenko. Vasily Lomachenko. And who's the whole champion? I believe that would be Devin Haney. So why the fuck is this fight for a title? Uh, I, I, uh, uh, I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> what is this? What are you guys doing? I don't know. This is crazy, man. Like, I, I, I am. What do you mean? Is this for, like, the interim title? Like, if you if you wanted to charge a sanctioning fee, just do it for the stupid diamond belt or something. What are you doing? You already have two fucking champions, bro. You already have two quote unquote champions. Now you guys are at, yeah, greed, money. I get it, but what are you doing? Like, what is this? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. It's always been bad, but it's getting worse right now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, again, just like with uh, the Anvil Nightheart, uh, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think the last time I seen Luke Campbell fight, he lost against Lomachenko, right? The franchise. So, I mean, is is that one of the perks of fighting the franchise champion? You lose, you get a chance at the interim, the next fight. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, <laughs> you know what? When you win the franchise belt, bro, like Shane Douglas, like puts it on you. You know what I mean? Like he puts on the belt, bro. <laughs> the franchise, not the franchise. Woo! Like freaking Rick Flair over here, but the, the triple uh, threat, <laughs> dude. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're making this obvious, bro. That why have Campbell and Ryan Garcia fight? First of all, Campbell's coming off a loss. This whole like, ah, oh, but he put on a good performance bullshit is bullshit. All right? So like what? Just just put Ryan against David Haney, dude. What are you doing? What is this? Uh, I don't know, man. It's I mean, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm glad that the fight 
apparently seems to be done according to the WBC here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, hope I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, whoever wins, I guess maybe they get a shot at uh, at Haney, or 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 maybe they get a shot at the franchise, whoever that may be, uh, uh, Lomachenko or or Lopez. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. It's it's. They've created such a mess, dude, with all this stuff. It's it's man, it's really making my head hurt, man, just thinking about it. I can't believe that this is for the interim title. Like, and they're sneaking it in. You see how it's like they're sneaking it in the bottom? Mm-hmm. You know? I said, Oh, don't worry, it's an interim title. Like come on. <laughs> this, this is like if I was Ryan Garcia. And Luke Campbell, I'd give him the middle finger and I'd say, nah, you're not going to get a fucking sanctioning fee from me. Charge yeah. me when I fight for the real thing. You know what I mean? That's what I would tell him. Yeah. Interim. <laughs> is this is this like the uh, the WBC's version of the uh, intercontinental belt in, <laughs> in, in, in WWF? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, what does this do for you, winning the interim belt? Like, is, it, 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 it's a world champion, bro. It's a world championship. You know what I mean? But they, this is done when the guy's like, you know, injured or like the champion's injured or something. And you know what I mean? And he's not going to fight for a while. So you want somebody to be a champion and then you'll unify with them. But Haney's trying to get an opponent right now. Like, I don't understand this. He could fight. Yeah. You know? Like, well, what is this? You know, I, I just. BNTV saying, yo, order like the fights we want. Like, you know, like what? <laughs> do that, you know? Like, what the hell, dude? Look, I like this fight, Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia, but it, it shouldn't be for the title. I agree, no. Jupiter Bean. That's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be an eliminator, you know? I don't get it. Yeah, beats me, man. And I, yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. This is exactly why I don't get involved with the the business side of boxing. It's just it's always some ridiculous shit going on, and that's why I just stick to, to talking about either fights that are made or fights that could possibly happen, uh, and and make my predictions, and and that's it, man. That's really all we should be concerned with anyway. But I mean, because they create such a mess with all this, all these belts, like it's it's honestly it's not even worth it to me to keep up with it, man. It's just not. And I, I I don't get it, you know what I mean? But but tell you what, um, Chavez is out here talking about knocking out Arce. They're gonna have a bout, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like so, Chavez is fighting Arce. They're gonna have an exhibition, okay? Tyson is having an exhibition with Roy Jones. Roy Jones is threatening to pull out because he wants he wants to be compensated for the time that the fight was delayed. You're gonna get paid when the fight happens, bro. Like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, well, well, you're retired. Well, what else are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what? What is this, bro? Compensate me, like, okay. <laughs> you're like, we're we're like doing a GoFundMe for you. You're still arguing about it. Like, what is this? I don't understand you know? that. Like, the fight's on pay per view. You're gonna make a nice little piece of change, you know? The old man. You're, you're yeah. fighting, yeah. You're fighting another old guy for the AARP fucking belt or whatever it is. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, I mean, I don't understand what Roy's Roy's doing, man. Crazy. And now, Oscar the lawyer is talking about coming into the ring, bro. You know, Oscar the lawyer going to fight, you know, and not only that, let me play this clip for y'all. Guess who's back, bro? And I don't want you middleweights out there ducking them. Guess who's back? G-Funk, I want your reaction after this. Yeah. What the fuck? Let's get in uh, there. Like, might as well just put on a prosthetic leg, bro. You know what I mean? What's going on over here? But, uh, dude, let me tell you something, dude. He's fighting nobody. If he loses to the, it's going to be sad, bro. And I don't like it when these guys come back and they lose to these nobodies. It's fucking sad, but well, what do you think? Uh, I'm I'm good with Maravilla, man. I think he looks nice. Uh, <laughs> you know, the hands still look good. The only problem is, again, the knee brace. Uh, a big part of his game was to, you know, move around the ring and set traps and things like that. <laughs> but um, uh, the hand speed still looks good. I mean, the, the, the power. I mean, he's getting some nice snap on them shots on the bag. Um, but as far as uh, over here, what we got here, uh, Mr. Chandelier and uh, Mr. Fishnets, <laughs> um, you know, this, this is a, a, a great topic, uh, for you and Ashy because if anything, <laughs> Oscar has one hell of a puncher's chance against Amir Khan. I mean, Khan, I mean, obviously he's an active fighter. He's a lot younger, so he's probably gonna, uh, you know, have the advantages against, uh, an, an old out of his prime 47 year old Oscar De La Hoya, but, one thing that we know about power, man, it's always the last thing to leave. And Oscar had lightning in that left hand, man. So he's got a puncher's chance, man. I think if he lands the left hook on Amir Khan, he's out. Calling it right now. He's out of there, man. <laughs> Look, bro. Um, I don't want to see Oscar back in the ring. You know what I mean? But, but hey, you know, if he does come back, Khan's an active fighter, bro. Like, it took Canelo, like, five, six rounds to catch him, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, is an old Oscar going to catch him? Now, look, if he lands a left hook, okay, if he lands a left hook, yo, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's going night night. There's no way Amir Khan's gonna take that left hook. There's no way. You know what I mean? But is he gonna land it though? It's an interesting fight. You know what I mean? But if if he's gonna come back, he could fight him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if he's gonna take a shot at anybody that's active, uh, Amir Khan. But what weight would this be at? I mean, Oscar. I mean, he's he's obviously above at least 147. That's the last place I seen Khan fight. I mean, he did move up to 155 to fight Canelo. So uh, weight would definitely be something that I won't want to know. Um, because Oscar, I guess he's been retired for a long time now. So I would I would very interested to see what kind of weight class they would set this up for Oscar because it'd really be for him, man, because I don't think he can make 
147 anymore. I mean, he looked like a dead man against Pacquiao in his last fight at 147. So I don't I don't think he can go to welterweight anymore. So I'm thinking maybe like middleweight would, would maybe be the best weight for this. But <laughs> if it's seriously happening, man, like I, I think Austin got a hell of a shot, man. That jab, you know, it's, it's, it's got a great jab. I, I hear you guys. Like, like I know that like the dude is a chandelier. I get it. You know what I mean? Like. Like he's expensive, like a chandelier with seven million dollars to get him the ring with Crawford. Okay, but um, Khan's an active fighter, bro. Like I, I don't know, but like that matters. Like Oscar's almost fifty years old, dude. You know what I mean? It, it, it's he might embarrass Oscar in there, bro. He, he might just be peppering the shit out of him, and Oscar might be having no win after like three rounds. You know what I mean? Like. It could be like remember Amir Khan was out boxing Canelo for about two three rounds, you know, and and you know Canelo's in his prime, and this was at middleweight, so like you know we have to you got to think about that. Amir oh, yeah. Khan handled Alexander in there, you know he, you know, hey he gets hit with a left hook, it's good night. Don't get me wrong, you know what I mean, but I don't know if it's gonna land. Yeah, uh, it's I mean it's it's not gonna be easy. But I mean, Khan, you know, he's he's not the most uh, defensive guy. We know that. Uh, you know, he likes to throw these little flurries and things like that. Um, you know, Oscar might just say, "Hey, I'm gonna just let my hands go as soon as this guy's throwing." Might it might land something big, you know? But the odds are definitely in Khan's favor, no doubt about it. Um, <laughs> but it, <laughs> it this is if anything is interesting. I mean. I mean, Arce versus Chavez, uh, uh, Jones versus Tyson. This is this is the most interesting because Oscar, if he lands, it could he could win. You know, if he lands, <laughs> that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like it's because uh, Oscar might be stopped. You know, like if you know if it's too much and the refs like steps in, but I don't see Khan like knocking him out cold or anything. You know. So, so yeah, it could definitely be interesting. No, no, no doubt about it, you know? So, I, I, I'm personally, I'm looking forward to it, you know? Um, you know, if it happens. But but the Maravilla fight, it's another one. Martinez versus Deloya, you know? Mm. Mm. What do you think of that fight? That's a better fight because, you know... Uh... Maravilla has got to be what about 40, 43, 44 now? I mean, he's not that far behind Oscar, I think. Um, I know he was close to 40 by the time he retired after the Cotto fight. Um, so that's, you know, it's been a few years since that happened. So he's, you know, they're a lot closer in age. They've both been inactive. Um, but Maravilla, man, he looks sharp still with his hands, you know. I mean, he might not be able to move around, but, you know, he probably won't need to move around against an old Oscar. But uh, I think that's a much better matchup. But I would still favor Maravilla for sure. Maravilla, right? I, I think he's like the guy. What about Anvil versus Oscar? <laughs> Oscar. Take an Oscar. You know what? I'm not even being funny when I say this. There's a good chance Oscar might take him. Mm-hmm. Oscar might beat that dude, bro. You know? So, shit. You know what I mean? Oscar got a better fundamentals, which is better for old age. His ion G. The power is the last thing to go. He lands that left hook. It's good night. Period. Like, there, there ain't no way Khan's going to take that left hook. Um, even the power jab from Oscar give him trouble. But it's just the age, bro. The reflexes. 
in a fight with Pacquiao, he couldn't like pull the trigger, bro. You know what I mean? And, and Khan has fast fucking hands, and that might you know overwhelm him. I believe. Um, I'm gonna conduct search party for Conshaw afterwards. Alexander Martinez, I, I appreciate the advice about what we should talk about, but we already talked about that. You know what I mean? So make, you can check the archive. Uh, we did talk about Canelo, so. Uh, make sure you check that out for sure. And we also talked about Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell. Come on, bro. You get, that's why you guys got to show up 10 p.m. Eastern time. Okay. Hispanic's causing panic. So you don't miss the topics. All right. Also, you, you guys tell me we're not getting notifications. You don't need the notifications. You should already know Hispanic's causing panic. Goes live 10 p.m. Eastern. This is the August 19th edition of Hispanic Cause and Panic. Make sure you throw a jab. Throw a jab at the like button. Make sure that the like button does turn blue. Right? Please, please, please make sure you do that. Right? And um, any final thoughts on this, you funky, on this uh, con? Wanting this fight, bro. Wanting that smoke. You know what I mean? Uh, con, I mean, at this point, he's acting like a con, you know, pun intended. <laughs> uh, he's only looking for fights to make money. He's not looking to build a legacy or or try to make a comeback, you know, and 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 have a run. You know, he's just looking to, to make money. And uh, <laughs> I mean, like it or not, Oscar's a big draw still. You know, I've, I'm sure there's a lot of all those uh, a lot of those uh, those uh, rukas from back in the day that were uh, buying the pay-per-views and going to his fights. Their fights all still around, waiting to see this guy fight again. <laughs> so it'll probably be a you know a, a money draw for sure. But um, I favor Khan just because he's younger and he's active. But uh, if he gets clipped, it's good night, good night, Khan. Yeah. I could see like what BTV put, like Khan could be beating the shit out of him, you know what I mean? And then out of nowhere, like pop, like you know what I mean? And Khan's like all wobbly and shit, you know? Yeah, uh, get this smoke on here. How's it going? All right, let's get to the forty likes ASAP. We're almost there. Press my damn like button. All right, now check it out. All right, and Bam Bam Tweet on here. You know the show don't get started till Bam Bam Tweet shows up. Shout out to Bam Bam Tweet. Great support of the channel. Tomorrow, uh, stay tuned. Uh, make sure you tune in. All right. Um, we're going to have Throwback Thursday with myself, Dragon Style. Blood Boxing will be on here. We'll be having a magazine giveaway. Chavez Speaks Out. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you're here on time. That show, write it down right now. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's 7 Pacific, 6 Mountain five out there in the west coast okay oh i'm sorry I, I said it's uh let me say that again eight eastern okay seven central six mountain five pacific okay so that's tomorrow uh, we're also going to have joe habib on here we're going to have borgias i don't know if you guys remember him okay Old school YouTuber, and then of course Julian will be on here. Another old school from the distance. So throwback Thursday, the distance. So make sure you guys tune in for that. All right. Do not miss that show. And also check out yesterday's show, Weekend Aftermath with Ashy Knuckles. Uh a puncher's chance. We talk about Gary Russell wanted to fight Crawford, White Povekin, the breakdowns there, and the Charlotte Twins beef. So make sure you guys check that one out as well. Great show. And and visit mandatorydefense.com. All right. With that said, all right. Um, 
I believe, uh, well, that's it, actually. Um, I want to talk about Teofimo Lopez. Talk to us about this, Chief Bunky. Teofimo Lopez attacks the media before, and while you get that ready, a Batman tweet says, will Crawford Thurman happen with that super chat? Okay. Uh, before we before we get to the Teofimo Lopez, uh, what do you think about that, Chief Funky Crawford fighting Thurman? Thurman's calling him out. Uh, do you think that fight can happen? And would you like to see that fight? Man, you know, I think any fight could happen. We've seen we see promoters work with each other, so any of these fights could happen. So yes, I think it could happen, um, and I think that's a great fight, man. Uh, you know, I know people have been mad at Thurman for some of the things he's done recently, and and you know he looked bad against Josecito Lopez, um, but he had a, a good fight against Pacquiao. Um, that's a fight he yeah. should have won, especially a guy who's is up there in age like Pacquiao. But um, he came up short. But it was a good competitive fight, um, and I think uh, uh, Crawford versus Thurman is a good fight too, man. I mean, that's it's way better than anything Crawford has done. At 147. Like I said, that's a big step up at 147. So, damn right, I want to see it. All right, well, there you go. And, and I want to see it too. It should happen. I'll say that. I just, when it comes to boxing, bro, I'm not very optimistic. You know what I mean? I know it's like a sad thing to hear. And, like, you know, you know what I mean? And, and we're all supposed to be positive in life and, and all that good stuff. You know what I mean? But, man, I'm just not that positive, you know, about the fight happening. You know, just just being honest. You know, I'm not that positive about it. So, uh, shout out to Haplotype on here. How's it going? He says, "Nice to hear some real boxing talk here on YouTube." He says, "Every Wednesday, Tuesday, a puncher's chance." There's some other great content out there as well. You know what I mean? Uh, not just with us, of course. So, uh, you guys check every all, all those guys out. Um, I want to see. I want to say that was a badass video. This on the problem with boxing today and the money these dudes are wanting to get paid. You knocked it out of the park. I appreciate any feedback for sure. And uh, so let's get to it, Chief Funky. And, and again, Batman Twitter, I appreciate the support. What's going on with Teofimo Lopez, bro? He got a little angry. What do he say? Well, I believe that this was in wake of the. Uh, Raleigh robbery is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> uh, I know that that's his buddy, and he got a, a gift decision um, this weekend. But he tweeted out something where he said, um, how is it that a majority of these boxing journalists are so-called experts, with the, with the quotations, experts, but have never fought a day in their life, in or outside of the ring, and yet we have to listen to the shit. LOL, hashtag pathetic. Wow. Man, taking shots at the media, bro. Um, you want to go first or you want me to, to burn on this? Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead burn. Burn. Uh, you know. We're talking, we were talking about you log and we got the motherfucker in the fire. Burn. You know what I mean? Yeah. And unfortunately, California is on fire right now, man. There's ash and smoke blowing all over. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was a little too soon to say that, right? Okay, go <laughs> But, um. You know, I, you guys know I like Teofimo Lopez. I think he's got a bright future. But, you know, this is the excuse that a lot of these fighters use anytime something goes on and people talk about it and they don't like it. You know, I know that he's he's good friends with, with Raleigh, uh, Ronaldo, Romero. Um, 
but come on, man. <laughs> you know, you got to do better than that. You know, I mean, nobody's claiming to be experts and things like that. Um, you know, of course, we're not in the ring like you. I mean, that just goes without saying. But um, the thing is this. If, if you don't want to hear about journalists or, or boxing fans' uh, opinions on fights, I mean – I mean, we're really we're we're doing you guys a favor. At the end of the day, you know, people come and they hear our content, they hear us talk about you, and and you know, they get excited. They want to, they want to catch fights that you're in and things like that. So I mean, we're at the end of the day, we're really hooking you up. I mean, hell, your own dad is a subscriber to this channel here, and he's left comments on this channel when we've talked about you and your upcoming fights and things like that. So I mean, you know. I know he's he's just trying to protect his buddy and things like that, but um, you know you don't have to be in the ring to know about the sport. You know you just don't. You might know more about it. Obviously, you know you train. You're in there. You're, you're you're exchanging punches with guys. But um, you know, hey, we know we we know uh, we know boxing too, man. So you know, I I just don't like when when these when these athletes do this, man. I just don't. Well, his argument was, and yes, that, that's what it was, Jupiter B, but his argument was, well, he, he said he could rematch him. So let, let me just say this, okay? If you get robbed, Theo, okay? Um, if you get robbed, fans are going to speak out about it. How would you feel if you were robbed? Like, let's say you get robbed against Lomachenko, like, like highway robbery, Right. Biggest fight of your life. It'll be like Phil Collins in the air in the night. You've been waiting for this moment your whole life, right? Because this is the one. This is it. This is a big fight. This is a legacy fight, all right? And there's a lot of guys riding with you. We're riding with you 100%. You know what I mean? And if you get robbed, okay, what are you going to say? You know what I mean? Like, like it's you got to keep the same energy. Or are we going to not say anything about it? Like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about boxing. So I don't know if he was robbed or not. You know what I mean? Like, like we, we have to, like, you know, keep it 100 here. It, it, it's – you don't have to go out of your way to say that it was a robbery or anything like that, but let's just keep it real, you know? Like, it's – he didn't win that fight. Sorry. Uh, Your friend didn't win that fight. Like, I just, I'm just going to say it. He didn't win that fight. Okay? So, at, at, the, end of the, at the end of the day – you know, it's you can say whatever you want, but now granted, you know, what I will say, G Funky, and you do have guys like Dan Raphael that attack fighters, and you know, and and you know, like when Dan Raphael said to Shannon Briggs, yeah, you, like I wish like you would have stayed in the hospital even longer after the Vitality fight. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a bit much. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, like, so I'm not here to do that personally. But at the end of the day, man, boxing fans coming on here and predicting fights, and we all have that eye test, you know. And, and that's what makes the sport fun. That that's what the banter and the talking shit and all that. That's what makes the sport fun, you know. So look, man, I'm still riding with Dio in this fight. I, I still think he's going to knock out Lomachenko. If he gets robbed, guess what? I'm going to speak out about it, and I'm going to give my opinion about it. I'm going to say he got robbed, you know? If Lomachenko gets robbed, 
not going to say Lomachenko was robbed. You know what I mean? It's it's just the way it is. So if it could have gone either way, I'll say it could have gone either way. All right? So Absolutely. at the end of the day, um, like I get where he's coming from to a certain degree, you know, but but sometimes if you generalize, you're like you're you're attacking more people than maybe you're intending to attack. Exactly. I was know? just gonna I was just gonna say that he yeah. you know he he, he spoke in a, in in a generalization. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of guys that cover boxing that he's cool with, you know, and uh, and yeah, I mean it's you know my thing is this man when you come from a place of emotion and 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 that's where I believe this was coming from. He was emotional about his friend, not only becoming, uh, getting a belt, but, um, you know, people talking shit about him, you know, so he right. felt like he needed to jump on and defend his friend, you know, but, um, at the end of the day, like you said, uh, you know, we're going to be consistent. If you get robbed against Lomachenko, you know, if that happens, we're going to come on here and say robbery, or if it's the other way around, you know, and and, and with any fight, not just this fight, just any fight. You know, we're going to come out and say what we feel and things like that. So, um, yeah, still riding with, with, with Teofimo. I think he's going to knock Lomachenko out. And uh, we'll be covering it, Teofimo. And uh, if, <laughs> your dad is subscribed, man. So, so come back. Come back post-fight uh, after you beat Lomachenko, man. We'll be right here talking about it. <laughs> spark out. It's going to spark him out. You know what I mean? I, I have a feeling like he didn't mean it the way it came out. I don't know. I don't want to speak for him, but. I think he I think he was just defending his dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he was being a loyal friend. I get it. But at the end of the day, you know, it's gotta call it like it is, you know? Yeah. Gotta be honest, yeah. Gotta be honest. So that's that. Okay. Shout out to everybody listening on the Leave It in the Ring Network. I don't have to be a butcher to know steak is good, says Bam Bam Tweet. Yeah. You don't have to be an architect to know that a building looks good, you know what I mean? Like that, that it's made well. Like if the faucet's leaking, I don't have to be a plumber to know the plumber didn't do a good job. You know, yeah. like it's just the way it is. You know, now, now obviously, like G Funky said, there's certain intricacies that that boxers are going to know more than ever. Anybody, you know, that's why it's good to have a boxer on commentary on television, and that's why it's good to bring boxers like we've been doing and to get their perspective. Because, because again, you need. You need to see things from all angles, you know, and the fighter's angle is probably the best angle. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. But, but, hey, you know, but I also want to say this, even if what he said is true, right? All the damn fighters I see are saying it was a robbery too. So, like, you know, like I don't – like a lot of fighters are saying it was a robbery. So I, I just don't understand, you know. Yeah, it's, it's emotion, man. He's a young guy. Um, and you know, we, we all know how it is, man. We've all been there. You know, we're, I mean, we're some OGs compared to these dudes, compared to a guy like Tia Fimo, you know, we're up I ain't there. that old, bro. I'm, I'm only 21 years old. You fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> my mistake. My mistake. I didn't mean to date you. All right. But Chief Funk is an OG, man. I'm old. So, um, you know, I understand, man. I used to have, I used to, I used to be the same exact way when I was his age. So I get it, you know, but, um, I mean, the, the truth is the truth, man, and and your friend got to give decision, man. I mean, what else could I say? You know, I didn't agree with the decision. Now, if he gets back in there, like you know, like he said, if he gets back in there and rematches him, which I think he should do, you know, because I'm all about getting that smoke again, 
uh, you know, prove it then. Prove to us. Prove prove that we are wrong. You know, prove it. That's all I'm going to say. Well, you know what? In fairness, he did say that he did say he's going to go back in there and rematch. I don't know if he's going to do that, but that's that's what he was saying. If a guy's willing to go back in there and stuff like that, I get that 100%. You know what I mean? So props to him if he goes back in there and proves it, but that's it's yet to be seen. You know what I mean? You know, like like it reminds me of that scene on Cinderella Man when James Braddock sees the reporter and then he Braddock remembered like uh, something he wrote in the newspaper, like on his last loss, and he's out of memory he said it to him, right? And the reporter goes, Hey Jim, I don't fight the fights, I just write about them. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. I, I just write about what I saw. That's all. You know, don't take it personal. You know, what I mean, N- none of this should be personal. You know, so that's my thought on that. Man, G Funkin', this has been a fire, fire, fire show. I want to thank everybody that tuned in. Right? Um, any final words, Chief Funky? Just stay, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to Hispanic Cause and Panic. Make sure that you uh, hit that like button. Thank you guys for uh, interacting with us in the chat. It's, you know, it's always good to see all you guys. Uh, you know, spread the word, man, about HCP, man. We, we, you know, we're doing good things here. So make sure you share this on all your social media platforms and things like that. Make sure you subscribe to the channels, and um, you know. We, we love to talk boxing, man. So that's that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue to do our thing, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, always remember, HCP Wolfpack, baby. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on over here? Make sure you tune in tomorrow, throwback Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Shout out to everybody. Listen on the Leave It in the Ring uh, network. Give us your feedback on Twitter. Again, at Boxing at gfunky 84 uh, we we also follow uh, Dave at, at Leave It in the Ring as well, so you could check us out there as well. Catch us on all so, uh, on all podcast platforms. All right, you could catch us on archive there as well. Shout out to Chicano Prophet, Miguel Mo Dragon, Bam Bam Tweed, Jupiter B, Haplotide, BFTB, and everybody that showed up. Who's down with HCPG, Funky? Everybody. That's right, everybody. This is D Style Boxing. And what do we say? Always keep it boxing. Keep it boxing. We are out of here. Panic, panic, panic. Blood.